My dear friend uh, Reb Ari Dvorowski just said something so beautiful. Adar is Davka, the moment when it's the beginning of Adar, which is exactly right now. The, the, the liminal space, the transitional time. It's very, very Kodesh and special. It is also the Hasidish Shapit. Mishanichnas Adar means whenever Adar enters you. When you drink it, then. Both pshatim are 100% true. There's the calendar pshat and there's the, and there's the drinking pshat. There's always the drinking pshat. <laughs> there's always the drinking pshat. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the right key? I'm not really a guitar player, I'm a saxophone player. Mi se nirna, 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 m
right. Baruch Hashem. So, I once heard years back, <coughs> Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, a story about Rosh Chodesh Adar. And, um, and I checked with him afterwards. Years later, I emailed him about which Rebbe was it. And he says it was the Avni Nezer. Avni Nezer is one of the, one of the greatest poskim of the Hasidish Rebbe's. He was the Sochach of Avni Nezer. Shamalechem, Atan. And he one time, he was like very, very sharp. He really was like, a, his sakim are amazing. His Sefer Tshuva, he has an incredible Tshuva there in Yeshuva Eretz Yisrael. Kedayim to learn it. It's in Chelek Yeradeya. Incredible, incredible perspective on, on mitzvahs, Yeshuva Eretz. But in any case, Hel Ga'avne Nezer was walking in, I suppose, the town of Sochachov on Rosh Chodesh Adar. And he sees the town drunk. And he sees the town drunk. And he says, No, uh, Purim is two weeks away. Right? And the town drunk says, calls him over. And he says to him, and you could still, you could imagine the smell of his breath, talking about smelling the, you know, when a drunk person talks to you. So he said that this, the, the, he leans in close and he says, Rebbe, let me explain to you something. And he said to him such a Torah that the Rebbe would say it every Rosh Chodesh Adar. He was so impressed with the lumdus, with the, with the logic of this drunkard. He said to him, listen, Haman made a, a day that he's, that he's going to try <coughs> for genocide, right? We're not doing genocide, by the way. Them. Okay, so he says genocide. And, and what's it called? And, and, but, and, and, but everybody knows it would take more than one day. It would take at least a month. I mean, what are you talking about? Of, it's genocide of entire people in one day? Why did he do that? Without Rabbi, I'll tell you why, right? The drunkard, I'll tell you why. The reason why is because he knew that if for some reason it didn't work out, then we would have a holiday and we would drink. So he wanted to limit our drinking to one day. But I know it would have taken at least a month, so we got to start drinking now. <laughs> right? Gewaldic, gewaldic, the Rebbe was like flabbergasted by this Torah. He really, like this drunk, like was like, you know, like, you know that thing, like, I'll tell you, Rabbi, why I should be drunk right now. And then when the Rebbe, and the Rebbe was so wild, and he was a real Rebbe, that's what made he could hear the Torah from the junker. What's that? It's justified a month. Right. So he's like, you got one month, right? In any case, so, but the Nakuda of this is, and this is the theme of today's Shir, Bezus Hashem's Barach, Nakuda of this is goodness is not meek, right? An- Anavim Yeshu Aretz is translated, the meek shall inherit the earth. Terrible translation! The King James loved it. The, 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 an, a person who is Anav is not meek. Chalila. Moshe Benu was Anavi Koladam. What a. He, he split the sea. They were, he got the tire. Moshe Benu was the strongest person in the world. Um, went up to Paro. He was not meek. Humble. Humble. Which means to be transparent to your source, like of Shalom Zal, the owner of this house. 
used to always say to be transparent to your source. When you're transparent to your source, you are fire. To be a humble yid is not to be like self-effacing, is not to turn yourself into a doormat. To be humble, like a, there's a rabbi, Lawrence Kellerman, one of my wife's uh, biggest rabbis, very, very special man. He says, pride is to say I'm the best, greatest thing since sliced bread. Humility is to say I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Baruch Hashem. <coughs> right? Just add the Baruch Hashem. Like, thanks to Hashem. Right? Not because of me. Right? I should feel totally into who you are. Psyched. Right? This is the machla of our generation. Neither we wish we were someone else or we think we're the worst possible version of ourselves. We have to be psyched to be who we are. The Rebbe, that's, that's how he said, why is, that, is it that when Yeshua stopped the sun, he said, Shemesh begivoin doim, that he said to be silent, the sun should be silent. It says, because the sun sings itself. Shalom Aleichem. Oh, I've been here so long. Shalom Aleichem. Of course, how could I forget Nechom and Shama? Incredible. Come, come sit, come sit. What was in the middle of saying? The Rebbe. The Rebbe says, the sun had to be quiet because, why didn't he say stop? Because each thing in the universe does its job through its song. Oh, oh. Each thing in the universe does its job through its song. Also, Rav Shimshon David Pinker says like this in, uh, in, in Shari Mitvila. You know the Sefer? Oh, you got to get it. Shari Mitvila. And Shir Hashim, absolutely. This Holy of Holies is the Song of Songs. But he's saying that the way that you sing Psuke de Zimra in the morning, even if you don't like mamish, like get up and, and, and melodically sing it, but the way it should change. It shouldn't be the same way you said it uh, yesterday, for instance. There's the song of who you are, of who you are today. And we need to sing it. And it's not just Psuke de Zimra, it's every single thing you do. Every, every single thing you do. And we could use a little more wine just for the sake of other. Thank you, and pass it around to Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex, for the bottle. Chaim, Chaim. Told the son to be quiet. Exactly. Singing is what's causing it to move. Exactly. It's such a good one. So, you know, it says, the mother says, the son said, who will sing? She said, I will sing. So Yeshua sang the song instead. And that was the moment that he took... He was really receiving Moshe as much as the song. Ezeofi, that's also one of the pshatim in making a bracha on food, that you sing the song of the food and then you could eat it. There's a, it's a big, it's a big, big Indian v'chulei v'chulei. We don't have time to cover everything. In yeah, so right, so okay, so the theme of the year is right that goodness is not meek. It's a very bad translation. Meek shall have his anavim Anava is strong. Anava is just godly. It's doing things with Hashem's help. It's the strongest way it could possibly do things. The greatest way. It's the greatest way. When I bore Hashem get into the Anava zone, which is not always, but the Zat Hashem as much as possible, 
I can do so much and MS not be tired by it. When you really, it's coming through you, it's real. This is, this is like the mu- music, Mamish is a great muscle for this, the musician. There's sometimes you hear, Rav Shalom used to say all the time, you hear a musician play, you say, what a great musician, okay, it's something. But when you say, what great music, then they were channeling something, right? When somebody does you a favor and you say, thank you, great. So we say, thank you. But when somebody does you a favor and it makes you feel, wow, Baruch Hashem, Right, it means this person, and we should try to do those kinds of favors and those kinds of. Rip Slomo once said, Rip Slomo once said, "I wish I could do something for God, and He wouldn't know it was me." Uh, <laughs> this is like we want the recognition, but Mitzad Shani, when we can, when we can do things for each other, just. To be there for them, just to make their lives a little sweeter than they don't have to know. Sometimes you want them to know, like Michelle Achmanus, like uh, is that it should. It, it, but but there's a, a, a another level where it's like divine Shalachmanus, like it, which because it really is. We're all really Hashem's shluchim, right? It's coming through us anyway. It's really the ultimate address, right? This HKBH Enterprises. So Lechaim. So we've been learning, so the theme is, right, that like that drunk told the Avne Nezer that Haman made it as if he would commit genocide in one day, but everyone knows it would take more than one day. It was a insurance policy that in case there would be a win of the Jews, they would only get to have one day to drink. So I told the town, said the town drunkard to the Avne Nezer, I drink the entire month of Adar, because I know the truth, it would have taken a whole month, right? And Avni would tell this story every Rosh Chodesh Adar, and this is a big chizuk for us, to know that goodness is just, is like mamash keneged, as bad as it gets, is the goodness is at least as strong as that, right? The, the good is strong, good has teeth, good is good is gewalt, good is fire, the sun is hot, it's, it's light, there's, there, there's so much good. Right? We've had a tough, tough few months just now, and it's so hard. But Borch Hashem Adar now, and we need that, that drunkard's Torah badly, more than ever, right? Right, and, and, and also, like Judy was saying, we need Achtus. This is the biggest example that the, 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 one of the greatest minds of his generation, Avnei Nezuz, one of the greatest Rebbe and the greatest Poskim. And yet, every Rosh Chodesh he told over Torah from the town drunkard. Right? That the lowest, the lowest Yid was literally lying in the gutter and telling Torah to the rabbi with alcohol on his breath. But the Rebbe is like, wow, you just blew my mind because the goodness is that strong. It's just as strong as you did that. Okay. So we've been learning. I'm just going to go back into Esther Rabbah. That's been our, our text that we've been learning for the last three and a half years, Baruch Hashem, every single week on Thursday nights this year. Here, we're learning about Purim every week. For, for, for Baruch Hashem for a long time and we're, we're soon we're going to finish Esther Rabbah and then we have to figure out what I'll use as the diving board for the next three and a half years okay so it says we're on the Megillah 
Perk Tet Pasuk Bet. Nikhalu HaYehudim Barahem, the Jews got together, right? There have been the messages sent out the first time of genocide. Then there was real genocide, not like they're saying about us, genocide. And then there was the second set of messages that went out because they couldn't rescind, because there's a rule, remember this, the king can't go back, that says the Jews have the right to defend themselves. So this Pasuk is about them actually doing so. It says, Nikhalu Hayehudim Barihem, they got together. And the Pasuk says, Ve'ish lo amad bifnehem. Medrash has the bet there, there's different gears. Some say, Lifnehem, when we read the Megillah, usually the reader repeats the word, Ve'ish lo amad bifnehem, Ve'ish lo amad lifnehem, Kinafal pachdam al kol ha'amim, because the fear of the Jews had fallen upon all the nations, all of them, right? Ahasuerus's Malchus was 127, was the entire known world from, from Africa to India and everything in between, everything north and south was everything of that time, right? And all of them had Pachad HaYehudim. This is going to be our main phrase we're going to be looking at tonight is what is Pachad HaYehudim and how can we also inculcate Pachad HaYehudim? Yes, yes, yes. The only time in history. Well, it's for sure, I think, the only phrase, the only time in Tanakh that that term appears, and it's a few times in the, in the Megillah. And Rav Tzadok, if I remember correctly, it's Rav Tzadok HaKoyim Lublin, he says that even though famously there is no mention of God in the Megillah, but Pachad HaYehudim is a reference to Hashem, just like Pachad Yitzchak, right, in the Chumash, Yaakov Avinu, when he, he doesn't want to say, Elokei Yitzchak, because Yitzchak was still alive at the time, so he said, Pachad Yitzchak, which means, meant God. Rashi says clearly, so Pachad HaYehudim in the Megillah may well mean God, but it's a very fascinating term because in Pshat, okay, we're going to get to it little by little. So, Isla Madlifneem Ubifneem Kinufa Pachtam Al Kol Ha'ami says the Medrash, Visrael Mizgabrim, the Jews were overpowering anyone in their way. Ke'arye Shenafal Ba'edretzon, Chaim. Like a lion that fell upon flocks of sheep, that they have, it's like a, there's, it's a no contest, right? Bezus Hashem, our soldiers should have no contest. And he's able to just hit and walk, and not, no, there's no one that can possibly save them. That this was a time where the Nevuah of Micha came to pass. The Nevuah of Micha Hanavi, Perik Hay, um, is describing the end of days. It's talking about Mashiach time, might be soon in our days. Where Perik Hay, Posuk Zion, uh, I'll just mention Posuk Vav for a second because I just noticed them, and I love it. The, the Jews who will be there at the end of time will be among the the people, they'll be perceived by the nations of the world, ketal me'es Hashem, like heavenly dew. That the world is going to love the Jews. It doesn't say the word love, but will be like dew from Hashem. Ketal me'es Hashem, kervivim alei esev, like droplets of rain upon blades of grass, right? It will, they'll be, we will be such a source of nourishment and hydration, divine hydration for the world. 
Oh, is a yofi. Such a yofi of a pasuk. Asher lo yikave ish lo yachel livnei adam. That no one will have any hope, and and, and they'll have such humility that no one will say, I need a person. They'll have such a sense and no dependency on people. There'll be such a satiation of godly energy among the whole humanity that nobody's going to like be looking for affirmation or for or for human whatever it is security from people they'll all find it in God. That's Micha Perke Pasuk Vav. Pasuk Zayin, which our Midrash is is bringing up, is Vahaya Sheri Sako Bagoin Bekar Vamim Rabim Karye Bivahamos Yar Kichfir Beedreton Asherim Ava Viramas Vitarv Vain Matsya will be as a lion. This is in terms of the the power that the Jews are going to have among the nations, they'll be perceived among the nations, like a like the lion is amongst all of the other animals of the forest, right? That the lion is melech, that um, that uh, none can be saved from him, and so they all keep their no, nobody starts up with the lion, right? The Jews will just be the lion of the world, right? Lions of Zion. Yeah? Okay. So the Medrash says that on Purim, when we were defending ourselves, right, who was the people, who were the people that were Omed Bifnehem, by the way? Or it says, Ish Lo Amad. Nobody could stand before them. But who were the people that they fought against? Excuse me. The Farshim are bringing that the first letters had gone out, right, saying genocide. And the second ones came out saying Jews can defend themselves. So everybody understood that this was a technicality the king can't rescind. The first one, so really what the second one means is no more genocide, right? Except for the anti-Semitin. What's that? Shalom Aleichem. Hi. I don't mind. Anybody mind? Yeah. Um, So um, except for the anti-Semites who said, well, we still have it in writing from the first one, okay, they'll defend themselves, but we'll beat them, and, and right? So these are these, I want to say the word scum, but okay, but these are the lowest people, these are the people who, want any excuse they could possibly have to genocide, they'll take it, right? So none of them could stand before us even slightly, no one, no one. We were like a lion, just anyone tries, we're just like going to a sheep, just forget about it, right? The Navi Micha doesn't mean we're going to actually fight ever. It just means that the there won't even be a thought of, of attacking or hurting the Jews because we'll be like the lion among all the other forest animals. But in the but the Medrash is bringing that pasuk in to say that on Purim we were mamish like lions uh, against sheep if, if anyone tried to start up with us. The Hargupa Navshel Haman they killed Haman, they killed his sons and hung them. And then we have a Medrash, Adrianus Caesar, one of the Caesars called Adrianus, asked Rabbi Yeshua. He said to him, Amarlo, he said, Gedola hi hakivsa shemedes bin shivim zeivim. Great is this sheep that stands 
among in the middle of 70 wolves. This is a thing that probably you may have heard in the last few months about the Jews, like in the world, that we're surrounded, uh, uh, you know, Baruch uh, 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 we do have an army, but we're surrounded, and, 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 and one of my rabbis, Rabbi Kivak, he said, he said, it's even, even less than a sheep, we're like a chicken. <laughs> among 70 wolves. So Andrianus Kesar said to Rabbi Shua, it's an, um, unbelievable that this sheep is surviving all this time when there are 70 wolves around it wanting to kill it, right? Amarlo, so he answered him, he said, don't think it's because we're great. Gadol hu haro'eh, great is the shepherd. Shematzila v'shovran lifnehem, great is the shepherd who saves that sheep and breaks them down before her, soon and in our days. And then he brings another Pasuk from the Navi Yeshaya, the Medrash. Ooh, yeah, the limbo with one leg. Okay, then he brings another Pasuk from Yeshaya, Pasuk Nun Dalid. Perak Nun Dalid, Pasuk Yudzayin. The Navi Yeshaya is also describing the end of days. Yeah. Is this better? Put it away. I'll put it away. We're gonna we're gonna play in it again. It's so is it, it's okay like that. I think it's okay. Anyway, we can put it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. So he brings from Yeshaya, Perak Nundalit Pasuk Yud Zayin. And here we have Mamish, what's something I've been saying since the beginning of this war, that there is a, there's a multi-trillion dollar company that makes all the weapons in the world and installed in them tiny little devices that control them. And so we really don't have to worry about it. It's called HKBH Enterprises. <laughs> HKBH HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That, that we have to just remember that Hashem is in control. As hard and we don't understand what He's doing and why this is happening. But it's all Mamish God. We have to believe this blindly. Blindly. And the Navi, Mamish, when I found this Medrash and this Pasuk, it made me very happy because there's reference to HKBH Enterprises right here. Kol Kli Yutsar Alayich. Actually, let's start with Pasuk Tetzayin, one Pasuk before. Hena Nochi Barati Harash. I created the methodology of creating weapons. Nofeach Be'esh Pecham, this thing of blowing on the fire to, to, to melt down the, the, the metal. Shalom Aleichem, Ruchim Avayim. Umoitzi Kli Lemasehu. I am the one who brings out the weapons. It, it, we'll see it means weapons of war, the weapons for those who are making it. I'm making all of that happen from its beginning, from when it was still just raw materials and fire, and, and, and I'm giving the koach to the person making it, all the weapons, factories, barasi mashchis lechabel. I created the destroying vessels to cause destruction. Kol kli yutsar but any vessel that is created to hurt you, lo yitzlach will not succeed. Any tongue that starts speaking against you, Lamishbat Tarshi will be um, will be uh, made evil in 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 judgment. Zois Nachlas Avde Hashem This is the inheritance of those who serve Hashem. 
V'tzidkasa me'itinu Hashem, and this is the righteousness which comes from me, Neum Hashem. Eitz KBH Enterprises. All the weapons in the world. There it is in the Navi Yeshaya. So, Bezit Hashem, we should see this clearly in a way that we can understand the Korov. Amen. Chaim, Chaim. Okay. So this phrase that we saw, Pachad HaYehudim. What is this and what is this about? And the Pasuk, the first place where this Pasuk appears, we were quoting Perek Tet Pasuk Bet. Yeah, come see, come see. Oh, take some tea. So, the first place where the phrase Pachad HaYehudim appears is previously in Perekhet Pasuk Yud Zayin, the last verse in the 8th chapter, where it says, Every um, country and every city, where the second uh, messengers reach. By the way, what day did those messages go out? Was the 23rd of Sivan, is when they sent them out. Shoshave Srimbo, the 23rd of Sivan, which was, happy to just mention, just to thank Hashem publicly about it, that it was the exact day of the calendar when we got a message that the, uh, a, a, somebody who wanted to buy this apartment, he was an investor from England, wasn't going to live in it, uh, took back his bid. And so we were able to then get uh, the apartment that we currently live on from our friends who kept it at the same price that had been at from a year before, which in Eretz Yisrael is a big deal. And so the message, Mamish, of taking back my, exactly 23rd of Sivan. So this, that, that day when it went out, right, Simcha v'sason la Yehudim was bringing um, rejoicing and happiness to the Jews, Mishteh, the Yom Tov drinking and and, and 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 holiday, and then it says the Rabim Arei Haaretz Misyahadim Ki Nafal Pachad HaYehudim Aleihem, and many of the nations of the world became Jewish because the fear of the Jews was upon them. Now this is a fascinating thing that it's related to conversion on the one hand, from the good ones, and it's related to uh, winning them that even the ones who did try to fight us, inside there was this Pachar HaYehudim, like we read from, that Ishlamad Lifneihem, or Bifneihem, Ki Nafal Pachdam Al Kol Hamim, because the fear of the Jews had fallen upon all of the nations. So they, they just didn't have a, a strength to really fight. A similar place where we have this fear of the Jews is in the beginning of Sefer Yehoshua where Rachav tells the spies, and there's later Psukim also in like Perak Vav and a little later, it, where, where, that they heard about the splitting of the sea and, and, and when, the, when the walls fell in Yericho, this caused great fear that amongst the nations of the world of the Jewish people and of Hashem. Chaim. Mm. Ah, keep pouring some water. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So... People are converting. Now the thing is, 
that the halacha of converting is that we only we specifically only accept converts when things are still not great for the Jews. When things are very good for the Jews, like in the days of Shlomo HaMelech, or even David HaMelech, uh, the Gemara says we did not accept converts at that time because we were concerned that people wanted to be Jewish just to be with the winning team. Whoever is cool, be like Mike, or, or whatever. Be like uh, Michal, whatever. So, so, uh, so, so too, after Mashiach comes, there will no longer be an opportunity con- to convert to, to Judaism. That Davka, you want to be Jewish... You need to want to be Jewish, mamish, you know, <laughs> while, while, while it's, we're in the situation known as Olam Hazet, where things are still... And so Purim was a little flash of Olam Haba. And so it says that, and that's what the, the Vilna Gon brings in his parish, and many others, that uh, people put on that they were converting, but it was really just that the Jews were popular at the time. And so it wasn't really such a conversion. And yet, and here's when we get to for us, the Me'am Lo'ez Medrash says, the masses that became Jewish were the Jewish masses. Rabbi Me'amei Ha'aretz is another term also for ignorant Jews. Rabbi Me'amei Ha'aretz Mityahadim they converted to Judaism. And here I want to tell you a story. There is a great rabbi called Rabbi Shlomo Tversky Zatzal. Um, He was uh, in Denver, and uh, one of the great, great, one of the greatest rabbinim ever in America. And a rebbe, he was a rebbe, he was from the Baal Shem Tov. I think he was Rabbi Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky's uh, brother or father. Shlomo was the Shlomo was the father or the brother, the father. the father. He was he was the father. So right, Abraham's father. Shlomo Tursky passed away quite a, like a good 20, 30 years ago, and Shlomo Tursky um, was on a Beisdin. When somebody converts, you need three people, three rabbis, to form a court and oversee each part of the conversion. So there was somebody who was converting, and it was the last step, which is going to the mikvah. And the three rabbanim were outside, and he goes into Toivel, and the new ger comes out. And Rav Shlomo says to him, Rav Shlomo Tursky, he says, your first act as a Jew is to join these other two esteemed rabbis and be, form a court. I'm converting also. <laughs> I also would like to be Jewish. Yeah, this is a real Rebbe, right? I'm converting also right now, right? So this is the Pshat, says the Me'amlo Ez, because the other converts, it didn't stick, it didn't last. They were just people, Rabim, who were mityahadim, they were taking on, they it was cool to have a yarmulke, you know? The Jews, yeah, okay, you know, like... Uh, but, but, but the people who really converted was us. Was us. It was us. And this fits in very beautifully with what the Talmud says. That, that, that uh, there's, there's, there's a seat here. I'm all the way up, and come next to me. So there was, so the, the, um, the Gemara says 
that at Har Sinai, Hashem held the mountain over our heads, right? And said, if you accept it, good, and if not, this will be the place, your burial place. And the Talmud says this is called a contract that was signed under duress. A contract that was signed under duress is not valid. It's not valid. Someone points a gun to your head and says, sign over here, right? So it's not, you can't count that, it's not legal. And so the Talmud says, Rava says, Hadar kibluha When did we really receive the Torah? May Ratzon, out of our own will, was on Purim. It was on Purim. Chaim. And what is Matan Torah? From Matan Torah we learn about how to convert. That's what the Gemara learns out. What you need to do to convert. You need to go to the Mikveh. Everyone went to the Mikveh. You need to have a brief meal that they had had in, 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 in Mitzrayim. You need to bring a korban, which today all the converts have to remember that when Mashiach comes, they're going to bring a special korban for converting. And uh, Kabbalah Samitzvahs, which is Matan Torah, receiving the Torah. So literally, it wasn't even just, by according to this, it wasn't even just the ignoramuses who got excited to be Jewish. It was every Jew became Jewish on Purim. This is our month, this is our time to become Jewish mamish, for real, like Rav Shlomo that's all. And why? Ki nafal pachad ha-Yehudim al-Heihem. Rabim, why were they mit Yahadim? Because there was a fear of the Jews. Now this can refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it can also refer mamish to the Jews. We were in awe of who we ourselves are. Pachad ha-Yehudim, shalom aleichem, shalom aleichem. Come, there's the seat right here, come, there's seats in the front. Come, come, come. <coughs> Oh, but she's Nechama Shama is coming back, right? There's also this. This can be Kamasit. Yeah, great. Okay, welcome, welcome. Abigail, Shem So, okay. So the thing is that we became Jewish on Purim, and we become Jewish on Purim, right? You can do all, the, just don't try to do a bris milah on Purim, but, but uh, we, <laughs> we can become, we are becoming Jewish on Purim, we're becoming mamish Jewish again. Rabim which means, according to Me'am is the Jewish people, because the fear of the Jews fell upon them. The fear of the Jews. Now what is this idea of the fear of the Jews? I believe that this is related to a great teaching from Reb Nosan in Hilchas Shiluach HaKain Halacha Hei Ois Beis. Says Reb Nosan, Klal Gadol, this is a great principle, Shetzrichim Lida She'ein Yodim Klal. Manat like Reb Shlomo says, right? You, the great principle is you have to know you mamish don't know. <laughs> okay? And he goes to explain what this means. Because the Torah and Hashem and the Jewish people are all one. And the same way that we cannot ever fully uh, perceive God. Right? 
because there is no thought that can that can encapsulate, that can grasp Hashem, right? Like we say in Kaddish, Yisgadal ve'yiskadash shmei Rava. Yisgadal means Hashem's name should be made great, right? And we should be able to recognize Hashem through all the, the sunsets and all the beautiful faces and the twinkles in the eyes and the wonder of a soul and a body and everything. And Yiskadash means Hashem, Kadosh means also separate, mysterious. May Hashem be even more mysterious to the world. Because that's so good. We need lots of mystery. Rabbeinu, Rabbi Nachman says in Torah 56, Likute Moran, that the word Megillas Esther, Gilui means revealing, Esther means mystery, he says, it means to reveal that there is mystery. To remember, Purim reminds us how far out everything is. <laughs> everything is so deep and so incredible. Right? And particularly, says Rav Nassan, God, right, can't be known like the Zoyar says, and with each Kaddish we're affirming, we want to perceive and connect and get to know and also know how much we don't know. Yizgadal veyizkadash, right? So gorgeous. That's the Yofi. It's the same thing with our friends. We want to know and, and get to know and also the mystery is what makes it so exciting. What's going to happen now? What's he going to say? What's she going to say? What's the connection is so beautiful and so wonderful. So says Rav Nosan, in the same way that we can't know God, so can we never, never fully grasp what Torah is. This is the, this is the trouble, and Shlomo spoke about this, that you have BT, about Shuvah, and you have FFB, the from from birth, and if someone says they have to make a third term, FFT, from from Shuvah, right? I had a time where I was excited about it, no, I became like regular, you know, I just not, not became, now I just got fromified, and it's not exciting anymore. I, by the way, I have to just put in parentheses one of my like original Purim Torahs. That's you have to have a few extra lachaims to hear it. Lachaim, that uh, mm, that um, the, with the the word. Okay, forgive me for this. I'm a very from person. I really believe in in halacha. I'm very, but 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 the trouble is when it becomes a habit and it just becomes boring. Right? That we need to actually be relating to God. Right? So the word frumi has all the same letters as the word Purim. <laughs> Except what? Missing the point. <laughs> the dot and the pay. <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, close parentheses, little Purim Torah. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of depth in that. But in any case, so Rav Nasan is saying, in the same way we cannot, we, why, did, why did I just bring in that little thing? is because we think we already know the Torah. Oh yeah, Bereshis bar lokim v'shemayim v'sharetz. Every kid knows that verse. You know that verse. You know, Shemaleichem. Just on the word Bereshis, the Tikkun Zayar has 70 different explanations for what the word Bereshis means. I mean, like, we, we know, we know, we, we, we know it. So same way we know that we realize that we can't know God, there has to be, the Torah has to be mysterious. We have to realize that we, we can never really know the Torah all the way. V'chein, and just like we said that Yisrael, the Raisa, Kuchabrichu, Chadhu, that the Zohar says, that the Jewish people, the Torah and Hashem are one. V'chein, Yisrael, we can never ever grasp what a Jew is. 
same way we can't grasp what God is, and we can't grasp what Torah is, we have no idea who we are, right? Like we saw that Pasuk, that when Mashiach comes, the world is going to see that we're as nourishing to them as dew, as dew of Hashem for the world, for all of humanity. We have no idea. Even the drunkards lying in the gutter, right? Even the lowest of the low. We have no idea. And what goes on with us in our lives. Our frustrations, our ups and our downs. Why we came to this world, each of us. And what will be with each of us. These are the deepest, most divine, incredible things. Chaim. Yeah, put in some more water. Thank you. So these are the right. We now this is Gavalt. Rav Nasan says, and so he says. So uh, so if so, as im kain machash akol satum vanella meod. Since everything is so hidden and totally hidden from us, im kain lo hainu yodim shum devara voida b'man avodas Hashem. So we could just sit there and just be like, whoa, I don't know anything. Can't get up. There's nothing to do. I don't know anything at all. Because Hashem loves us so much, He revealed His secrets to our Avos and Imahos and then revealed the Torah to Moshe Abbeinu through Moshe Abbeinu. So we have now this whole, a whole incredible thing of letters and words and psukim and parshiyas Mishnayos, Gemaras, Halachas, Midrashim, Kabbalah, Chasidus, Avaladayin Gamata, but even so, even now, Alpha Pishanu Yodim Asatar Mitzvah, even though we know, Aval Eina Nu Yodim Klal, but we still really don't know them at all. And then he brings some psukim from Tehillim that are so powerful. Says David Amelech in Tehillim Kuf Yud Tet, Ot Pei, the first Pasuk in Ot Pei. Tehillim 119 has eight verses on each of the letters. That each one begins with one of the letters of the Aleph Beis. Pulaos eid voisecha. Awesome and wondrous are your statutes. Alkein nitzarasam nafshi. Therefore, my nefesh really keeps them. This is an incredible Pasuk from David Melech. Because your Eidos, your mitzvahs, are plaos, are wonders to me, are so beyond and mysterious to me. Therefore, my nefesh really keeps them. We need to have a buy-in. This is also another way of understanding why on Purim we really became and become Jewish, is because the Pele of the Torah, the Pele of Hashem and the Pele of ourselves, the Pachad HaYehudim, becomes apparent. Ah, that's what my nefesh was hungry for. I didn't want a dry system. I didn't want a good sociological religion. I didn't want, you know, okay, I, 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 I like this. When it becomes f- completely mysterious and wondrous, then it's like, yeah, that's what I was looking for. It's got to be that way. Right? I've quoted a few times in the past, Lahavdil, E.E. Cummings, one of my favorite poets, and he has a poem called Love's function is to fabricate unknownness. 
that what love does is when you really love someone and without smothering them, this is also the pshat of the Alter Rebbe, why the, was this experience as if Mount Sinai was going to be dropped on us, what was missing from Mount Sinai was the unknownness, it felt God was smothering us with His love, sometimes somebody loves you so much that they won't listen to you, right? This missing kavod, right? Like the Talmud Rebbe Kiva, to prepare for a Matan Torah, we need... We need kavod, we need deep, deep kavod for our own mystery and each other's. I mean, love has to contain that. It has to have that. When you're really loving, then you will keep on making unknownness. You get excited because there's more and more mystery about this person, about Hashem, about the Torah. He used to live right near me in Montreal was Rabbi um, uh, Leib, Baron Zatzal. Remember Rabbi Baron? Ah, oh, such a such a yid. He was a guy, a Rebbe, a, a Rav. A, I should never call him, he would not like to be called a Rebbe. He was an old-time misnagin. He was a hundred percent, and he traveled with the Mir Yeshiva through Shanghai and everything. And when he would open a Gemara at the age of, when I knew him, he was in his late 70s and early 80s, and I was like, 17 or 18, he would, he would open the Gemara, Mamish, I felt he was younger than me. I felt that way. He would be like, what is this? And like he had written a Sefer on that Masech. He wrote a Sefer on almost every Masech. <laughs> a, 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 a good amount of the Koivitz Shurim of Rabbi Elchanan Wasserman's Pirushim Shas, the ones on Baba Basra particularly, are from his notes when he learned in Baranovich. In any case, so he, 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 but he, I, I, that's the yofi of a real Tamil Chacham. They know so much, but they know nothing. It's so gorgeous. It's so, it's such an interaction. It's such a, an excitement. What's it going to say? What, what is, what's going to be? What's, what, what does this idea even mean? He would ask on the simplest, simplest concepts. He would like, what is that? You know, incredible. So, Pula'ois, such a gorgeous father. Because your, 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 your mitzvahs are such wonders to me, therefore my nefesh is really going to keep them. Really, really, like this is, this is it. I can get excited about it. Because our nefesh is not going to be excited about a closed thing, about something that has an end. Right? It's a, there's another pasuk like that in, in, in the Lamids. Maybe because it's Rosh Chodesh Adar, I'll sing you, I'll sing you the song. Yeah. The, 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 the night that I finished the first draft of my PhD, which was a big victory. I don't know if you know, but PhDs can destroy a human being. <laughs> I'm still still l'chaim. We have a bit before this. This poor might be a Jew. L'chaim, l'chaim. Mm. It says, oh yeah, we need some, oh. 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 Can I pull one of these out, Judy? The, okay. Which, uh, a wine or a liquor? What? A wine or a liquor? Wine. Why? I don't think I have any liquor. I think you do, but... <laughs> 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 this is a good one. This is, ooh, this is, this might be, 
It's a fancy one. It's this. It's a whatever. It's... Okay, let's We have. We still have the. We still have the uh, the open. Thank you. Oh, don't worry. It's gonna be junk. What? There's a lot of people here. Oh, so shmita. Okay, so we have to be careful with this. You have to drink all of it to the last drop. Just. Uh, it's Shemitah wine. Koydish, you're doing a mitzvah. Because these cups are very like the initiator. It's okay, it's normal. It's, it's a normal usage. It's a normal amount of, uh, yeah. What's that? Okay, so what happened is that uh, uh, this Pasuk, I, I finished the first draft of my PhD, and um, yeah, maybe I should grab the guitar. The guitar, pass the guitar. Yeah. Are you opening the wine? You're passing the guitar. Okay, so, so then because it would be more fun with the guitar. Good Chaydish Nice to meet you, nice to meet you. You're going a little over time, I guess, yeah. Exactly the thing. We took out an extra good bottle, and there are lots of people drinking from it, and it wasn't planned, and it's not meant to Kavaldic. Okay, it's exactly how it should be. So, right, so, so, Alkane, Alkane, right, there's this idea that because of the mystery of the Torah, therefore I keep it, right? Therefore my nefesh gets excited about it. Because of the mystery, it's such an amazing possible. Uh, and then this other pasuk from the Lamets. I'll just bring in one more pasuk that um, 
that uh, David Melech says, because this is related also to the joy. Part of the joy of Pes- of Purim is the unknownness of it, right? It's part of the joy. It's how, that's still the fun, the costume, everything is like the deepest Torah, everything is so hidden and so revealed and revealing the hiddenness and and therefore it's happy. The joy, the joy is from the, uh, is from, the, the, yeah, there was a great, uh, also another uh, uh, great, great Talmud Chacham in, in Yerushalayim, he was one of the Alta Yidden in the Mir Yeshiva also here, his name was Rav Kreuzer, and I forgot his first name right now, but he used to say to the Talmudim, he used to say, he, he was to say, why do, you make, why do you make it so dark with all of your answers? Bring in some light, start asking questions, right? Mamish, like, uh, he would say it in Yiddish, and I, I, I don't have the Yiddish good enough to say it myself, whatever. And he opened, ma- op- uh, uh, how do you say dark? I forgot how to say dark. Why are you making it dark? Okay, we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But in any case, that's what he used to say a lot, all the time. So the joy that comes, so this is the thing that David Melch says about passing Torah on to your children. He says, Nachalti I have passed down your Torah forever. Le'olam. means when I pass it on to my children, I'm passing it on to the foreverness of Am Yisrael, because it's going to all go through them, to their children, to their children, to their children. Nachalti le'olam ki sison libi heima. Because the Torah is the joy of my heart. If the Torah is the kids can tell, as my Iman Abba, like just being strict or just being harsh or just or or even just being like religious or whatever, you know, whatever that word means. Are they are, are they are, are is this the joy of their heart? It doesn't mean I have to be jumping up and down Dafka. But Kisason Libi, this is the I, I can pass on your Torah in a forever kind of a way because Right, it's another unbelievable pasuk from David Melech. Nachalti eid vaysecha leoylam ki sesoin libi hema because these are your mitzvahs are the joy of my heart and the kids tell they could tell right. There's also um, Rav uh, a, a, a grand nephew of of of, of Rav Shlomo Tursky was Rabbi um, Rabbi Yitzchak Tursky uh, Zatzal. Also known as Isidore Tversky, who was the head of the Jewish Studies Department at Harvard University. I wrote my master's thesis about him, as I was very fascinated by him as a Hasidic Rebbe academic. Very few of them. And he, I, I, actually, he was a Rebbe. Also, he was the Talner Rebbe in, in Boston. The Boston or Tal, not Boston Rebbe, the Talner Rebbe. He's a uh, Yitzchak Tversky. So, so his son, Rav Meir, married Rav Soloveitchik's daughter, and he now is one of the Rosh Yeshivas in in YU. So Isidore Itzchak Tversky Zatzal, when he would tell, when he would um, uh, give over to teachers about how they should teach Torah, he said the most important thing is lebedic, lebedic, give it over joyously, teach the Torah joyously. That's how. That's mm-hmm. a spoonful of joyous makes the medicine go down. Right? The Torah comes in. Right. I say lebedic, lebedic, lebedic. Um, okay, I heard that from someone who heard it from him. I'm forgetting, it was from Rachel Rebbitson, Rachel something, I forgot her last name. In any case, so, Pachad HaYehudim. Now the thing is, incredible, this, um, I found that 
Me'am Loe's, thanks to this book, which is beautiful, the, the Breslov Esther commentary, that he brings that Me'am Loe's, that the people who were Misiyahadim were the Jews themselves, who were becoming Jewish on Purim, which is so gorgeous and wondrous. And then they bring, incredibly, a kasha and a terut that mom is love. Because the Gemara says in Erevin, in Yavamus Chavdalid and it's brought, and we mentioned it before, that we don't take converts when things are good, when things are too good, right? When, when the Jews are winning and people want to, like in times of King Solomon, so people will convert not, not because they really care, right? So Dafka, the conversion has to be under the conditions of darkness, under the conditions of, I'm with you even when, right? And I believe even so. Dafka in Olam has a conditions. And so he says, okay, so that's true that we didn't, they, they came in and it wasn't really such a real conversion, it didn't last. But what about the Jews who became Jewish? So things, you could ask the same question, ah, things are good. So, not even, so he says an unbelievable thing that, that um, the last, one of the last psukim in the Megillah is about Mordechai. Maybe it would be the last. Ki Mordechai Yudi. Yes, the last pasuk. Mishnah Lamelech Hashverosh Gadoli Hudim Veratsui Le Rov Echav. And he was wanted and beloved by most of his brethren. After this whole story, there was. So the Gemara says that the Sanhedrin, uh, no less, demoted Mordechai. They said, because you spent all this time saving the Jews, you, you weren't reviewing your learning, so you've gone down a madrega. <laughs> it's one of the unbelievable things for him. So therefore, so therefore, they say that, that um, to validate our repentance, God obscured the truth. The preeminence of Mordechai the Tzaddik was not universally accepted. His reputation was contested. People said this whole thing wouldn't have happened if you would have just bowed down to Haman, because it wasn't really idol worship, it was just giving honor to a person, and da 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 So that Mordechai the Tzaddik, whose reputation was questioned, could arouse the masses to be true converts. And they bring here from Rabbi Nachman and Sikh Sarfei Kodesh, Chelek Beis, Ois, Kuf, or whatever, Kuf, Kuf, uh, that when Mashiach first appears, he will not be accepted by all. Many will cast doubts upon him because he won't be what they expected. Some will deride him and say that he is deranged, all because it's not the way they would have arranged it. Fascinating. Mashiach at the beginning isn't going to have the easiest time, said Rabbi Nachman. People won't, he won't be accepted right away. Chaim. So, <coughs> So this is a fascinating thing that there needs to be some hiddenness of the truth in order, there has to be some hardship in order for conversion to be valid, including our own, so to speak, conversion. <coughs> and this gets back to what Rav Nosen was saying, not that we not understand the awesomeness of who we ourselves are <laughs> and who each Jew really is, we also have no idea the trials and tribulations that we're going through, right? As nationally and individually, 
The last few months have been the greatest trials and tribulations that any of us have ever experienced, and anyone, any living Jew has experienced, in, as far as I know, in their, in their lifetime. Maybe there's some survivors of the Holocaust who will still remember some of that, but there aren't so many of them left. So, we, these, these trials and tribulations seem, are obscuring and are hiding um, the sense of Hashem in our life, our sense of trust, our sense of, 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 of being okay with being here in the world. We're, we're, we're getting very, very uh, sh- shaken to our core, right? And so Rav Nozat, that it's not just the great mystery of who we are, it's also the great mystery of what's going on with us, what's going on with us. So within Am Yisrael, there are darknesses like this that, that darkened Mordechai's reputation, unbelievably, incredibly, right? <clears throat> and this created the space for the conversion, so to speak, for the Jews' desire to still have what to struggle with, which is essential. So Rabbi Nachman says in Torah 2, 28 in the Kutay Moran. He says, says, when Hashem sees a person who is able to bring Jews back in Tshuva and has a great light and can really help, so then Hashem sets it up that there will be machlokas, there will be disputations against that person. And he brings this idea, this is the Torah that they're basing it on in this uh, book, that we don't accept converts in the days of Shlomo because maybe they just want to be on the winning team. They see the greatness of Am Yisrael. The essence of Am Yisrael is from Yeshaya Nundala, that same parak we quoted, who is the ones who can come and dwell with you? The ones who are with you in your impoverishment. That, it's from that Pasuk from Yeshaya Navi that the Gemara bases this whole idea on. The conversion to be valid has to be that they're with you in your impoverished state. <clears throat> Therefore it has to be that there's going to be argument against and, and a covering over because of that, of the person, of the people who really are good at bringing people back to Torah, that that person will have no peace of mind, will no serenity. Because that way the people who come close to Hashem through that person, they're doing it for real, because they're doing it even though there's opposition. And then they can bring people back in a truthful way. There's so much to talk about this Torah, about on himself also. And then as soon as Yaakov was starting to teach Torah and bring light into the world, immediately Yosef got and all the story in Miad. He wanted some shalva, he wanted some serenity, some, and immediately he had to face so much trouble. All of this is to say, there's a great fear that eventually that we experienced back then that the, the even those not even those anti-Semites, who still said, "Well, we have the first letters from Achishverosh, we can still fight," and they took any excuse they could to genocide, 
right? Even they, the Pasuk says, that they were unable to stand against the Jews, because the fear had fallen upon them, right? There was a fear of Am Yisrael at that time. And this fear was felt by them, but the fear that we felt, that our conversion, so to speak, back to being Jewish, and the conversion we need to have, needs to come from our fear and of the awesomeness of who we ourselves are. We really are Hashem's eternal chosen people. We really are, like the Navi Micha said, that we will one day be perceived as godly do for all of humanity, this hydrating, divine, wondrous presence for the world. And that's who we are. And, 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 and that the meek shall inherit the earth is the worst translation. King James messed it up. The Anavim Yeshu Aretz. The Anavim, those who are humble will inherit the earth. Humble means strong. Humble, humble means channeling divine light and fire and, 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 and dew and goodness and all that there's, that when we can be truly humble and just, just, just channel the great unknownness of who we are, our connectivity with God, the great unknownness of Torah and Purim and Adar, the whole joy is of Adar is with Megillas Esther, the revelation that there is mystery, to not think that we have it so figured out and therefore we're stuck, therefore we can only be, let ourselves chas be terrified by them, we can't let the terrorists, we can't let that happen, we have to be in fear and awe of who we are, and believe that the trials and tribulations we're going through are just as deep and divine and incredible, and one day Hashem is going to reveal HKBH enterprises, like it says, Befeir Zanavi says, all of the weapons from their very, the moment they were constructed until their finishing point, Hashem says, I do them, I control them, it's all mine. There's a multi-trillion dollar company that controls all the weapons of the world. HKBH enterprises, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is... Uh, even though we don't understand that it's so and it's so awful the things that are going on and it's and, and and we have to have the blind faith the drunken connectivity the deepest faith Hashem, we should be blessed to really have pachad hayehudim be in awe of who we ourselves are it should bring us to great joy the sason libi this the the great the, the rejoicing of the heart and through that we should be able to pass yiddishkeit onto our children even now specifically now because because we can find that great unknownness that is fabricated by love the true love of torah the true love of hashem the true love of who we ourselves are and when that mystery of Yisgadal and Yiskadash together of knowing more and not knowing more and bringing more not knowing to, Light up our hearts to Sason Halev. Like David Melch says, Nachalti Eid Vaisechal, the Oilam forever. Kisasoin Levi Hema, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Chaim, Chaim. Questions, questions, thoughts? Yes, that's okay, yeah. I've heard you say many times, like, oh, you've been learning from all year long. Yes. I am trying so hard. It's very hard to remember Purim all the time. And B, there's the Sfas Emes once said, we don't make Havdalah at the end of Purim. That's really, who said that it ended? <laughs> and uh, again, 
it has a calendar date, and the halachas of Purim are the halachas of Purim, but the consciousness of Purim is what gave us the ability to receive the Torah willingly and made the contract with God valid. So that's something we need every second, every millisecond. Um, I personally can't really live without it. Uh, uh, there's like, this is one thing, like, basically my life is either, it's two states, either I remember Purim or I forgot about Purim. <laughs> And that's I could remember it more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. mentioned that uh, uh, the leaders encountered troubles. Every person who teaches Torah will encounter troubles. Yeah. Like how this works exactly? It's a blocking. They blocking them. Yeah, Hashem is going to has to make something for the true leaders. So that, just so, for the leaders. So that the, so that the, and everybody, there, there has to also be, not only for leaders, that particular Torah is about the right, it's not only the leaders. The trials and tribulations that we go through to do tshuva has to be that way. It can't go smoothly, because otherwise, uh, maybe it's just, uh, for, because it's so clear to me and so obvious. It has to be hidden in order for it to be real. So how did they overcome it? Then? Yeah. Um, be, it was it wasn't so hard because they had there was this whole nafochu mm-hmm. this whole unbelievable thing, but there was rabbinic opposition to Mordechai, <laughs> and so that that had to be overcome. They had, you had to not be too uh, stuck in the kind of formal perception of things and see the living story going on. Yafi, tomorrow we we'll go. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna ask. Yeah. What's the secret to a great marriage. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm, 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 I'm keeping the question so that I can put it into the sheer recording. Oh, but that question is love dafka. Well, we'll, we'll, I can do something on it a few couple of minutes, but, but I just wanna. Okay, so that's people are good with the sheer. Okay, I'm gonna. F-